Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Compassion with contemporary relevance. I am a psychotherapist. I can be your personal life coach and I can help you with your issues. There are no problems too small or too big. You can talk about anything. Speaker, columnist, radio TV host, and commentator. Carol the Coach brings messages of wellness and empowerment within reach of everyday people every day. Almost five years ago, I lost my soulmate in an accident. He was killed in a plane crash. Life just for me has seemed to stop. There are groups all over the city. I mean, I teach one. It is a specific way to start thinking so that you shift how you see the world, which then shifts your energy, and then you feel better and you actually see things differently. Carol the Coach, always available to at carolthecoach.com. Now I've got Russell on the line. I'm 47 years old. I'm a truck driver. I'm married. I have a wife in San Francisco. Okay. I haven't been home in six months. My thing is, I, I don't know if I have a sex addiction or what the problem is. Why do I want what I can't have? And as soon as I can have it, I don't want it anymore. You're right on target when you say, I don't know if I have a sexual addiction. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. And you know what? That's my specialty, Russell. So you're at the right place. Continue. I meet women online and, and I'm in a different part of the country. I, I travel all 48 states, so I love sex. I hear self-esteem issues. You never felt good enough and you didn't feel like you were getting what you should have then. And you're really reenacting that now. Do you want to change that about yourself? I got an interesting email from a listener who said, you know, Carol, sometimes I want recovery and sometimes I don't. What would you advise? Well, here's what I do know to be true. And these are for my guys that are actually in recovery, sometimes they try harder than others. And anybody who's going to maintain good recovery have to practice the 10 recovery tools. Now, you've heard me tell you what they are. Get a piece of paper and a pencil out or, you know, grab your phone so you can jot this down. The 10 recovery tools have to do with Well, the first five have to do with the 12-step program, and that is go to meetings. And if your sexual addiction is severe, you need to bump up your meetings. There's something we call 90 and 90 days, and that means go to a meeting every single day. And you know what? I got people that do that, although the average is three to five times a week. And I know you may be going, Jeez, Louise, Carol, I don't want to go to five meetings a week. Okay, we'll start out with three and see where that gets you. See if you slip. See if you're tempted. See if you do Sports Illustrated, the, the bathing suit issue. See if you, you know, click on the NFL wife of coaches. There's a lot of things that will tell you if you need more help. Here's the deal, and this is what I promise. I'm into brain science, and your addiction is about brain science. 
if you click on the Sports Illustrated edition of the bathing suits, when you're a sex addict, you can't afford to do that. That's my promise. Because even though you rationalize, justify, and minimize that that's not porn, and it isn't, it lights up your reward center exactly in the same way as pornography. And if you're going to work on cleaning up your life and making it better, you've got to stay away from anything that mimics that. Now, again, what I would believe to be true is that you might want to say, oh, Carol, come on, I shouldn't have to change my whole life. But yes, you do. And the promise is that it will bring you a way better life. You know, you probably have never in your life lived with a life of integrity. There's always been those secrets. There's always been things you did not want anybody to know. And man, would I love for you to experience what that is like to get beyond that and to really just bump up your sense of, wow, I am doing everything right and it feels good. You know what I mean, don't you? I know you do. So I'm going to ask you, I'm just going to ask you in so many ways to take your life to the next level and do the next right thing. Do you think you can do that? I happen to believe that, yes, you can. That's what I believe about you. Okay. So here we go. Obviously, the other thing that I know to be true is that when you do the next right thing, that means you ask yourself, am I moving towards recovery or am I moving away from it? Okay, if you were to, say, for instance, uh, go to the Sports Illustrated bathing suit models, Okay, is that working towards your recovery? I don't think so. Could it be working away from it? Of course it is. Get out of the denial. The very first recovery task that Patrick Carnes asks you to, to work on is getting out of the denial. And there's lots and lots and lots of reasons to get out of the denial. Getting out of the denial means that you can really look at your life and say, what do I need to do to make it better? Okay, that's good. That is so important. And it's essential if you want to make your life the best life possible. I'm, I am here every Monday night at, no. I'm not going to be a martyr, but here's my day. I know I didn't finish that last sentence, but let me just tell you. I go to work at 8. I work close to 7. I have a two-hour break, and then I am on the air with you from 9 to 10, 10, 15. It is 
if I can be so bold. Now, Patrick Carnes says, never, ever, ever cuss. Use proper terminology and don't lower your standards. But I'm going to tell you, it's a hard-ass day. It's also a reporting day because this is a day when I get to talk to you. I get to reach out to my half a million open downloads and say, Here's what I believe to be true, and I know that you believe me. I do. I've gotten email after email that said, thank you very much for sharing your wisdom. It's good to know somebody has our back because we don't have any CSATs in our community. We don't have any APSATs in our community. We don't have any SA or SAA groups or COSA or SNON in our community. And when that's the case, I might be all you have. Now, I'm exaggerating a little bit because here is the other fact. Four and a half years ago, I was all you had, but now there's other fabulous radio shows, Internet radio shows to listen to. And I highly encourage that keep keep us all right there. We need to be recovery tools. There's not one that's better than another. We all have nuggets that will help you continue your sobriety. So, okay, I so admire the fact that you're listening tonight or you've downloaded, you're listening next week. I'm not kidding you. I feel honored. Whether you're an addict or a partner, I feel honored to be here with you. Because one of the things that I said to myself back in my 40s, I told my medical director, a psychiatrist, I said, I want to reach the masses, and I want to help them get better. And he kind of tongue-in-cheek giggled at me and said, well, how are you going to do that, Carol? And I said, I want to do radio, television, and I want to write books. So let me just tell you what I'm doing. I do lots of segments on TV. If you want to see them, go to carolthecoach.com. Take a look at them. They're, They're pretty fascinating, actually. And I wish there was a sexual addiction TV show. I would love to be doing that. So if you know of somebody that can help me out with that, bring it on. I'm ready for it. The other thing I know to be true is that, you know, I do this radio show every Monday. I very rarely replay um, a show from the past. I mean, I'm, I, I really want to bring you the newest, the greatest the best authors, the best programs, best treatment centers. It's not about me. I don't get paid by anybody. I don't get free um, kickbacks. It's about being able to help you because I know that, gosh, it's really hard to do that work. I do want you to do that work. I want you to Google it. I want you to research it. I want you to look at websites. But I also know that doesn't it help when a professional who is an expert in um, networking, and I've got to say that is me, can tell you, oh, yeah, you know, this place is great, but this place takes insurance. This place is great, and this place is the closest. I was recently trying to help somebody from Germany just find a marital therapist. There had been some infidelity. 
and I went to four cities within a 200-mile radius, and there were no therapists. That is pathetic. That's when I say, hey, you know, if you have violated your fidelity contract with your spouse, be you a man or a woman, go go to um, sexhelp.com or go to APSATS, that's A-P-S-A-T-S, and look and see who offers Zoom, which is HIPAA compliant, Skype, telephone therapy. There's a lot of us, and we will help you at least begin the journey that you need to to repair the relationship and to get stronger yourself. And I do believe that that's important. Because you know what? It's clearly an interesting situation when you need to know something and you can't figure it out. You know, I mean, truly. And that's why I always say this show allows you not to have to reinvent the wheel. Now, I also believe that clearly you're listening to the show because you want some expertise. You want to know that life is working for you. And you can always email me at carol at carolthecoach.com, and I will help you. That's my promise to you. I never make somebody wait more than 48 hours to get an answer to a question. I want to say I do it in three hours, but, you know, Sometimes I miss a day, you never know, maybe I'm out with my family, maybe I'm sick, I don't know, but never more than two days. So I just really believe that it's important to be a dependable, reliable person who can help you with your issues. Now, tonight I'm going to be interviewing Jürgen Schmetzel. And his mission is to inspire thousands of men to create loving, respectful relationships. He has this do-or-don't formula for rebuilding a relationship that is nurturing, loving, and safe. And Jurgen and I have a lot of things in common. We're both Ericksonian therapists from the 80s and 90s. We both believe in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, because it's a great way to help you to change your life. And actually, he really has made it his mission to help you to be a loving and supportive partner who can share anything. And he wants you to actually explore who you are, the relationships that you have, and what you can do to be more proactive. So I'm looking forward to to working with Jurgen. He has really worked hard and diligently 
I'm figuring out what's the commonality of long-lasting relationships and what kind of trauma sex addicts or partners may have experienced to prevent them from finding that. And so, you know, when I meet a man who's willing to make that his mission, I say, okay, I'm all yours. Let's make this work. And I'm telling you clearly, when his mission is to inspire thousands of men yearly to stay in loving, respectful relationships, which of course have a a ripple effect on everybody they know, including children, their partners, and the world, I say, all right, I want to find out more about what Jurgen does to make life different, and um, since we have so much in common, since we've done Ericksonian therapy, we both love Milton Erickson, since we do neurolinguistic programming, I said, okay, I think that this is a person that can really help my listening audience. So, Jurgen, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Excellent, Carol. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing well, and let everybody know where you're. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Sydney, Australia. And if you're wondering why my accent is so foreign, I'm actually born in Germany. I, so I grew up in Hamburg, Germany, and live in Sydney now for over 13 years with my family. I know that's fantastic, and you know that's one of the wonderful things about sexual addiction is that. If you are a sex addict and you're wanting support and you're wanting recovery, you can go across the globe and at least find telephonic meetings, if not coaches who can actually help you to build trust and safety in a relationship. And let's face it, that is your specialty, is it not? Yes, absolutely correct. Um, It doesn't matter where you are on the planet, there's always help just around the corner. Right. Well, so now tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you come to decide this was your mission? Well, that's that's a kind of funny story because um, I was meditating in the beginning of this year in a meditation retreat, and I know you should empty your mind when you're meditating, but I think everybody else can relate to this. Thoughts just come up. And um, so while I was sitting in this meditation retreat, um, I think it was day six or day seven, a thought came up thinking, gee, I'm married, happily married for more than 24 years now. And I'm seeing on the flip side, so many relationships going bust, left, right and center. And that's not just Australia, that's the US and Germany, everywhere on the globe. The relationships are getting more stressed not just about, not just uh, uh, according to sex issues, but, but that's definitely one of the big topics. And I thought, having a successful relationship for so long, I think I've got a message here. And I thought, if I can make a change and a difference to the world, then I'm on purpose. And to be honest, this thought hasn't left me since. So I'm, I'm, I'm really thrilled by the difference I can make by helping men and women to live in a loving, intimate, and respectful relationship. Well, absolutely. And, you know, very clearly you have a theory that you believe is instrumental in helping men especially be the best that they can be. 
Absolutely. Why do you yes. think men are behaving different from women in relationships? How do you see them as different and why? Well, well, first of all, we are different. Um, so, so there are so many things which are ingrained in our psyche, and that goes back 10,000 of years, where we were hunters and the women were gatherers. So, so that's still somehow in our psyche. So if, if you think of any computer game, it's actually playing to the male brain, which is a re- re- repetition of pattern. So if you want to hunt the deer 10,000 years ago, you needed to know how fast the deer is going and how strong you can throw the spear. So the, any computer game is the same nowadays. And back then, men just wanted to come back from the hunt and sit and stare into the flames of the, the campfire and not talk too much. And that's still the same today. So nowadays, this campfire is called television. And people are, men are still sitting around the, the television and not talking. And that's, that's where I see the biggest difference. So a man comes home from work, and instead of relating to his spouse, he's just getting into the couch, having a, couple, having a bottle of beer, and um, watching television. Well, I 100% agree. And, and my listening audience, at least the sex addicts, they are watching their phones, they're watching their computers, and they aren't paying attention to who's in the moment, who is right there with them. They're not in the present. And so, Jurgen, yeah, you really work, yeah. you work diligently on, to get people to stay in the moment, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit like disconnect to connect. How often have you been in a restaurant seeing a couple on the table next to you relating to everybody on Facebook or wherever, but not relating to the person just in front of them. It's, it's, it's a common disease that we can't let go of our urge to tell the world what's going on. And so if we would disconnect from television, if you could disconnect from the mobile phone, if you can disconnect from the iPad and computer just for let's say half an hour, and during that time have a cup of tea with your spouse and connect, the world would be a different place. Well, that's, that's a beautiful way to say it, and I would 100% agree with you. Now, let me ask you, what do you think are the key elements in any relationship? Because this is about sex addicts and their partners, but it's also about couples and what they can do to fortify the relationship. Yes. yes. So, so I see three pillars in a relationship, which are quality time, talking, and sex. So if one okay. of these three pillars – yeah, sorry, you were saying? No, you said quality time, communication, and sex. Correct. So if, if one of these three elements are missing, then your relationship uh, permanently missing, then your relationship is about to fall down. It's, it's like a three-legged table. If one leg is missing, then the table just flips over. And, and the, the biggest thing I see is that the quality time goes down at first. So when you're dating, 
you kind of can't wait to see the other person. So Friday we go out. So, so, and then on Friday you go out together. You go to the movies. You go to the restaurants. You might just go to the park and, and, and watch the moon coming up. But the moment you move together, all this is gone because, well, I see you tonight, darling. So, so you suddenly be less attracted and you spend less quality time with each other. And back then in dating time, when you were dating, during the quality time, you were talking a lot. You were recounting stories from your past and listening to stories from, from the opposite person's past. And then, of course, at the end of the night, you would be in bed and having um, sex for three or four times that night. But, but now, moving together, this quality time stops, and then the talking stops over, over time. And then, eventually, the sex stops, because we need all three to really connect to each other. Well, I absolutely agree. So all three of those are very necessary to connect to each other and to also feel fulfilled. Because when you are, you know, I always say with sexual addiction, connection is the antidote. Connection to a spouse, if you don't have a spouse, it's to fellowship, it's to people. Connection is the antidote. So tell me a little bit about what you believe to be true when it comes to does your partner have the right to change you? Because so many of the men and women that I work with feel controlled by their partner. Yes, that's a funny thing. I'm absolutely of the opinion that you are in charge of your own happiness. So only you can make yourself happy. And only you can change yourself. You don't have the right to change your partner. So it's not your child. It's, it's not someone you can educate. And, and one common mistake I see so often and often done is that when, that when you meet someone new, you take a mental picture of this person. And then you make sure that this person matches the picture instead of, making sure that the picture matches the person. So, so over time, you try to make your partner into the person you had a picture of. So, so you're nagging, you're correcting, you're, you kind of um, control and, and, and you get desperate because your partner is not changing. The truth is only yourself can change yourself. Only you can change yourself. So then what do you do if you have a partner who wants to control and change you? Again, it comes down to communication. So, so you need to make sure that you, your behavior, which might affect the other person, is, is, is your way of living. And you are not doing this behavior to upset the other person. It is your behavior. It is your way of living. Oftentimes we think if, for instance, your spouse don't want to have sex with you that night, that the spouse does this to affect you, to punish you, or in any way. But, but that's, that's not true. Most of the time, they have a reason for behaving that way. And if you find out that reason, so 
coming back to communication, if you talk to each other and talk about why are you behaving that way, then you can counter, counteract this controlling feeling, if you know what I mean. Yes, absolutely. Now, you are an Ericksonian therapist, and you really believe in neurolinguistic programming. Absolutely, um, yes. From an Ericksonian perspective, obviously he was very good with metaphors. You know, it was interesting, Jurgen. Tonight I had a men's group, and we had we had one of our group members who was in denial. I We all believe he's acting out, but he's saying he's not. But regardless of whether he is or he isn't, um, what is true about his behavior is that it's not respectful of his wife and he's not up front, and actually he is not wanting to be controlled. Now, mm-hmm. what my group did, one of the guys said, you know, this has to do with water. And I'm looking at a picture of water, and it is halfway filled. And let me just say to you that what you're doing to your wife is a real slippery slope. And and you're trying to make her think that things are halfway full, but whether they're filled with deceit or filled with opposition, the water is not where it needs to be to to replenish the relationship. And then another one of my clients said, well, you know what, Um, you're drinking a lot, you're not coming home on time, and he goes, that's fire water. And any time you are engaged with fire water, you are not going to be able to do your best work. That's just the way it is. And that was very Ericksonian. I mean, he got it on so many levels because he had to admit that, yes, even though he didn't want to believe that he wasn't fortifying the relationship, when people explained it metaphorically, he got it. So tell me a little bit about your work with Milton Erickson and how that applies to couples. Uh, How can it not? Uh, 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 to to give you an example so so recently I had a client where where she said I'm I want way more sex than my husband and he's not fulfilling my dreams of an interesting adventurous sex life and so she was ranting on maybe for five minutes what all was not working so and eventually I then asked her, what are you doing to cause your husband to behave like that towards you? And that's getting back to this old equation, are you at cause in your life or are you at effect? And she thought she's at effect because he's not performing. He's not doing or, or not giving her the attention, the sexual attention which she deserves and which she wanted. But is she really at effect or is she really at cause? And when I've asked her that question, the light bulbs went on and was like, oh, yeah. So it took her, first of course, she denied and said, no, 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 I'm not doing anything. He's doing all this stuff. But I said, I insisted and said, think, think deeper, think deeper. And 
eventually she, she said, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. I may force him to withdraw because I'm so forceful and I'm so powerful. That was a, light, that was a mind-shifting moment um, which was there. And I, for, to your example you just gave me there with one of your clients, I would ask him the same. So what is he doing to force his wife to be controlling? And, and mm-hmm. you, you had that it in, in these answers with, with, the, with the fire water and so on. And so how long have you been working with couples? As I said, it's um, since January when, when I had this epiphany. Um, so it, it's just nine months. And, um, yeah, I'm, it's, it's totally thrilling and, and exhilarating um, what I can do and, and, and the shifts I see in my clients. It's amazing. Well, I bet. So what do you think are the biggest challenges for any relationship? But the biggest challenge I see is in the outside pressure, especially for men. So it's a, even in the 21st century, in a lot of men psyche, we think we need to be the provider. So we, we go out working, and, and work is not 9 to 5 anymore especially not if you're starting out and you want, you want to, to step up in your career. So, so it, it might be eight to seven. So, so you're a long time away from home just fulfilling or, or working. So, so there's a lot of pressure. Then we have a mortgage. Then we have maybe children who demand our time. Then there are the in-laws and, and the, the own parents. And, and finally, the spouse also, she wants, some, some of our time. So, so there's so much pressure on the men that eventually this erupts at some stage. And in, with any chain, it bursts at the weakest link. And, and funnily enough, when the, the, not the weakest link, but we think then we can unload all this stuff on our um, partner because we, we think we have unconditional love there. And then uh, we really uh, give our partner a hard time, which they, they don't even know where it's coming from because uh, men holding back for so long. And, and then it's, out of this, it, it really builds into a, a rupture. And, and then this crack goes wider and wider. And it, eventually it's building a, to a chasm where they're not talking, just fighting, maybe throwing plates and eventually ending up um, divorcing. So the biggest challenge I see is that we put stress on ourselves, which is bigger than we thought, and we are not communicating about it. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what would you say is the biggest challenge in terms of creating a commonality for long-lasting relationships? I've asked quite quite a lot of couples who are married for more than 15 years, and it always boils down to two things. The first one is that usually both are individual characters. So, so neither of, of the two are depending on the other to be fulfilled. And as I said earlier, you can only be your own best coach. You only can make yourself happy. 
and the second one is communication again. So we have two individuals which are strong in themselves or, or happy within themselves, and then the, they talk to each other a lot. And these two components are coming up time and time again in long-term relationships. Okay, so now you have kind of pulled many, many couples, and you've figured that out. Um, what would you tell a couple that wanted to fortify their relationship? What do they need to do? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm really engaged in helping couples to stay together. Absolutely. But there comes a point where a divorce is actually good because you don't want to live in a lie, do you? So the longer you pretend that everything is fine, the longer uh, you put stress into your body and that stress can play out in all sorts of things. And also, you don't do any service to the children because they're clever. They know exactly that something is amiss, something is wrong. The relationship can't be uh, saved. Then I say, maybe give it another go with the counseling, but most of all, consider that divorce can be good for you, for your children, and for your partner. Okay, so even though you are committed to keeping couples together, you also realize that divorce may be the best thing for a couple. Now, now let me ask you. Absolutely. You know, there are lots of stressors in a relationship. There's division of duties, there's communication, there's quality time, and there's money. How important is money? Oh, now, now, now we're coming to a very interesting topic because I actually think that money is more important than sex. Let me explain. Sex changes over time. We are getting older, so the libido goes, gets less or, or gets higher, and maybe with one partner getting higher and with the other partner getting lower. There's a pregnancy that might influence everything, and there are outside factors like stress, as I said before. This money, it's a little bit different because when you are a stingy person at 15, you will still be a stingy person at 65. Our relationship to money does not change over time. So if you are together, if you are a big spender and you are together with a stingy person, you will always have a conflict over money. And if you're not solving this by communication and not solving this by setting up clear rules, then money will be the cause for a disruption and eventually for, for the breaking up of, of your relationship. And if you talk to any financial planner on this, on this planet, they will all tell you that money is the number one cause of breaking um, a relationship. So therefore, okay, that's why so, I'm saying money, money is more important than sex. Well, and I get that. And why do you think that is? Is that the measurement of self-worth? Yes, maybe to a large extent. Uh, and as I said before, 
this this attraction, which is oftentimes then resulting into sexual energy, that dissolves or, or changes in, into intimacy and and being happy with each other. The money thing, especially let's say there are children and one person is is uh, providing and the other person stays home with the children. So if the one person who's providing then thinks all the money he, he or she earns is their own money, they are just wrong. So a simple, a simple way of, of helping here is, first of all, to keep working after children are there, even if it's a small job, but you earn money for yourself and that's a self-worth and an appreciation for yourself. And then the second tip is to have three bank accounts. One common bank account and two individual bank accounts out, out of which you feed into this common bank account, which then pays the mortgage, the groceries, the next holiday, and, and the repair for the car or, or things like this. But with the individual bank accounts, you still have money at your own disposal. And as you said, it's self-worth and self-appreciation and self-love, which is then reflected in this money. Yes, I absolutely get that we are a distorted society and we equate money or acquisition of things with self-esteem and value. And obviously that happens a lot in a coupleship. So again, if you're in a coupleship and you want to increase that connection, then you've got to communicate more, you've got to have yep. more sex, and yes. tell me that third thing. You have more quality time. Quality time. So, and have you ever heard of the love languages? Yes, sure. So, so, so the, the, the five love languages are also very important. But, but just on the quality time, I, I hear time and time again that couples are now, instead of going to the movies, they're watching a film on Netflix at home. That's yes, you're not right. The same as going to, that's not the same as going to the movies. Because when you're sitting at home, first there might be a child crying at 9 o'clock at night. So, so you attend to the child instead of watching the movie. Or you step up and say, oh, I'm enjoying this movie. Let's have a glass of wine with it. So, so you step out of your lounge room and you, you, you get a, uh, two glasses of wine. But you are still at home and then the whole housework looks at you. Maybe you do the laundry or, or the ironing at the same time as watching the Netflix movie. Everything distracting you from having really time with your partner. Whereas in the movies, you can just sit there and enjoy the movies. And it's a little bit like kissing in the back rows of the movie and um, just having a great time. And th that's why I say quality time is so, so important. No, I get exactly what you're saying. You're saying that anything that allows somebody to stay in the moment and not to multitask and not to be distracted by other tasks is going to help a coupleship. And not that kids That's are absolutely. bad, but they definitely take you away from the quality time you can feel with your coupleship. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I've, I've, coined a, I've coined a term which I call active appointment. 
as a contrast, when you're living together, this passive appointment means you see each other at night. So you see each other the next morning, you see each other on the weekend because you're living together. That's a passive appointment. But putting an active appointment in your calendar, on Friday night we go to the movies, put it in our calendar and we do it. If you can have an active appointment every week or every fortnight, that will keep your relationship alive for a long, long time. And if you have to spend money on the babysitter, so be it. Because truth be told, if you are not investing on a regular basis in your relationship, you eventually will invest in the lawyer to split up this relationship. Well, I agree, because let's face it, we are a disposable society, and when our needs aren't getting met day after day after day, people end up discarding their present-day relationships. So now, since you're an expert on couples, and especially men, I want to ask you, what advice would you give to men to get back to their own truth and find themselves again? Here we come again with disconnect to connect. So my recommendation is actually very simple. Have some me time. Go out in nature. It could be a barefoot stroll at the beach. It could be a nice walk through the forest or just sitting on a park bench and watching the doves flying and without phone without an, an, a, a Facebook connection and without an audiobook playing, just being in nature, breathing in fresh air and center yourself. Because that enables you then to connect to other people. There's a, there's a nice saying, you can only give what you have yourself. So if you don't have love for yourself, you can't give love. Well, absolutely. I 100% agree with you there. So staying in the moment or staying in the present and getting close to nature will keep you connected to both what's going on right there, right now, and also in some ways that higher power. You know, when you're looking at nature, it reminds you that there are things bigger than yourself to relate to. Absolutely. And, and we, we live in a such fast-pacing society. So, so we travel, let's say, an hour in the morning to go to work, and we travel an hour back from work. So, so we kind of put up with two hours of commuting, but we can't put up with 10 minutes of connecting to our spouse. There's something wrong with us. Well, and don't you think that, you know, you said there's something wrong with us. And certainly we have gotten to be a fairly me, me, me society, and we forget that when we're in a relationship, whether that's with our kids, whether that's with our spouses, really our job is to be there for them. Yes. Yes. And that's not codependent. That is the hierarchy of a family and a coupleship i mean it's not about us it's about it's not about me it's about us yes yes 
and 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 there lies so much fulfilling and and rewarding things in being there for the other person that everybody who has a connection on that level feels it immediately the gratitude which in ourselves then reflects on the other person and and then then you have the quality time then you have the talking and of course you have the sex then so It sounds simple, okay. I know, and it and it's not. I I, I know this, but um, that's 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 where we're striving for, or, or that's where I help my clients to thrive for. Okay, so tell tell our listening audience a little bit about your clients, your work, and also your website. So, so yes, you can find my website on inspiring-relationships.com, and I do coaching. I I've got an online mentoring course, so I do one-on-one coaching. I do group coaching, and I've, as I said, I've got an online um, course, which you find on inspiring-relationships.com, and I've set out to work especially with men because I see that there's so much done for women already and, and women are more talkative about this. And oftentimes there's nobody on the side of the men. So, so I'm, I'm in your team, so to speak, when, when it comes to men. But I would also, or I, I'm also working with women um, because they too need the same kind of reaffirmation and um, reconnection within a relationship as men do. Okay, so you know that to be true, that you have seen that they need that same kind of connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are, uh, on that level, we are all human beings. And, and we long, we all long for, for the connection. We all long for someone we can cover. And we, we all long for the fact that we are growing old, not being alone. Well, and you've been married, is it 24 years? Yeah, 24 years. Two boys, 23 and 22, the boys. And it's it's lovely, lovely. And it's, on the flip side, it's daily work. That's, that's one of the things I see also with a lot of clients is, they, the moment they get married, they let the guard down. Like, oh, I'm married now. I can behave like I want to. Not true. Not true. You still need to stay attractive for your partner, and you still want to be attractive for your partner because that gives you better sex. Well, absolutely. And so if you've been married that long, you and your partner are in about what age group? Um, I'm, I'm 57. And and my okay, partner is 54. Okay, so you're late 50s. And what do you do to take care of you? The same things I recommend for my, my clients. I go out in nature. I swim a lot. I play volleyball. And we, we go hiking together and we travel together. And we have the active appointment at least once a fortnight where we go and to a nice restaurant or to the movies or also meet with other other couples which have the same kind of values that we do. Well, 
Well, that makes sense. And, you know, I think that's so important, too, to spend time with other couples because it really helps you to feel more like a couple when you're with another couple. Yep. And, and and we have one simple rule. There is no television in the bedroom and there's no television at at the dining table. We hardly watch any television because we have so much things to talk to each other about, even after 24 years, because we are living an interesting life. And, and as I said earlier, um, if you are two strong individual people, then then you have much to talk about each day. Well, I absolutely agree with you. So if you were going to leave our listening audience with a message about your mission, what would you tell them and what would you leave them with? So the, the, my, my mission is actually to play a part in creating a world where couples live in lasting, respectful, and intimate relationships which then enables their children to grow up loved and not suffering because the suffering part are the children. And if we could, if I could save a hundred marriages a year or more, that has a ripple on effect to their children and eventually to society because every happy children, every happy child, which grows up, um, then yeah, brings their light and, and, and their wisdom to the world, and we need that. Yes, I would absolutely agree with you, and I so appreciate you spending time, you know, helping our listening audience to look at those three very, very important factors. And again, I'm going to reiterate, they are quality time, communication, and sex. And so for anybody who's been suffering from sexual addiction and they're wanting to rebuild the relationship, perhaps their spouse feels so betrayed they can't possibly go to that sex arena, but they can definitely work on communication and quality time. And then there are other couples where the partner wants to work on sex, they want to get that back, and so... That may be the very first arena that they decide is the most important. So I want to remind everybody that I am talking to Jurgen Schmitzel, and his website is www.inspiring-relationships.com.au. And I just so thank you for helping our couples find ways to feel closer and to have the tools to either improve their lives or repair their lives. Thank you so much, Jurgen. Thank you, Carol. Thank thank you for the opportunity and um, yeah, thanks thanks for the chance to speak to your listeners. There is, as I said in the very early moment, there is always help just around the corner or a Skype call away. So make 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 use of it. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And may our paths meet again. You take care. You too. Thank you, Carol. Have a great night. All right. You too. Bye. So Bye-bye. again, bye-bye. That was Jurgen 
Schmetzel, whose mission is to inspire thousands of men and couples to create loving, respectful relationships. And there's a lot of people that are afraid of couples' relationships. Because i got to tell you, couples come in and they are so wounded and they are so hurt and they are so sad that there's a lot of negative energy when they first come into my office. I just told a couple the other day, I want you to put flowers in your house every single week and whenever you have a really scary negative thought, I want you to shake it off. I want you to put it in a bigger perspective. I want you to say to yourself, how might I have gratitude? What might be working in my life? And then literally, I want you to shake your arms and shake your legs and shake off that negative energy. Because, you know, there will only be one of you at all times, and I fearlessly want you to have the courage to be yourself and to know what you need to do to take your life to the next level. Now, this is the end of the show, and I cannot emphasize enough. Go to my YouTube channel, sexhelpwithcarolthecoach.com. And if you're an addict, I'll give you helpful advice. If you're a partner, I'll give you helpful advice. And if you want to go to my Carol the Coach channel that just gives you help with anxiety and depression and assertiveness and conflict that's different that is carolthecoach.com and it's under carol jurgens and sheets so i will see you next week for more helpful advice and i want you to make your life the best possible i'm heading to utah for the next three days to do a board meeting so that I can help partners develop the resources that they need. I'll see you next Monday night for more Sex Help with Carol the Coach. Have a good one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.